0: Paleo Runner podcast is devoted to finding better ways to live, run, train, and eat. I'm your host, Aaron Olson. You can find more information by going to paleorunner.org. You can also follow me on slash runpaleo or on Twitter at runpaleo. Email feedback to aaron at paleorunner.org. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about a product I've been using called Three Fuel. Three Fuel is a sports drink that gives you sustained energy throughout your workout. It gives you fat, protein, and carbohydrates. To get 10% off, use the coupon code 3F Olson. Go to paleorunner.org and click 3Fuel at the top of the page. If you're listening on the podcast app for iPhone or iPad, click the link displayed on the app right now. My guest today is Bill Pierce. He's the co author of the book Run Less, Run Faster Become a Faster, Stronger Runner with a Revolutionary 3 Run A Week Training. Bill, it's great to have you on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Bill, so give me a little bit of a background about you. How did you get started with running?
1: Well, I uh, grew up as a basketball player and ran some track also in high school. Uh, Went to college on a basketball scholarship, but also uh, ran track as well. So I ran uh, the the half mile, but primarily uh, focused on, because I was on a basketball scholarship on uh, basketball uh, after graduating uh, from college, uh, then uh, my studies in in graduate school in exercise physiology uh, made me aware of the benefits of aerobic training, and so I began uh, doing uh, some distance running to uh, really to uh, supplement my my health uh, and to try to knowing that long term I needed that respiratory endurance. Then at the same time, it provided a competitive outlet, having competed seriously in basketball for pretty much all my life. Uh, The the opportunity to go out and and race uh, uh, and get into road races, 10K, half marathon, marathon, uh, was a lot of fun. And uh, and so I've continued it for uh, nearly 40 years and 40 marathons.
0: Oh, wow! Okay. So, um when did you get interested in this idea of running less to to start running faster?
1: Well, it primarily came about in the, in the mid to late 1980s. Um, i was My running was going really well. Probably my best running occurred between the ages of fastest running between the ages of thirty five and forty one. Mm -hmm. And I was still running, getting my best 10K times. My best marathon time actually came at 41. And so, but I also started doing triathlons in the early uh, 80s. And as I did more cycling and swimming, uh, initially I tried to maintain the same amount of running, six days a week, because mm-hmm. I didn't want my 10K or my marathon time to suffer. Uh, so as I added biking and swimming, I didn't. That was. I still saw myself primarily as a runner. Uh, well, eventually it got to be where I could not maintain uh, running as much as I was biking more and swimming more. And but and that's where the I guess the aha moment came that uh, my running did not suffer. In fact, I even improved. Mm -hmm. So by running fewer times but doing more cross-training, I actually continue to get better. And when I say um, get better, uh, that I think is a result of really the cross-training was I could do very intense swim and bike workouts and still do good run workouts mm-hmm. more so than um you know what you might call an a fairly easy running uh workout um uh, so I was getting more intensity and running less
0: okay okay so when did you start? Well, you said you, you set said a 10K PR at 41. Was that after you started trying this new approach where you're running three days a week along with cross training? Or was yes. that later? Okay.
2: It,
1: no, it, it did. Um, and uh, my best marathon came. And I was running uh, at most four days a week then. Mm-hmm. But I was doing hard swim and bike workouts.
0: Okay. And what were you able to get your 10K down to?
1: Uh. I ran a uh, 34 flat for 10k and 244 for the marathon.
0: Wow, those are great times. And you did that on about 4 days of running a week with this cross yeah. training. Wow. Yeah. So, when you're running and eventually
1: it went to 3 days and it when it seemed to work out fine. I've done that for the last the uh, 20 plus years.
0: Okay. Um so how many miles per week are you putting in? I mean, some people might think, well, you might just be stacking up those three days a week with extra running. Yeah. Is that it? Or is it the addition of cross training that helped?
1: Oh, I think it was the addition of uh, cross training and, mm-hmm. and giving my legs an opportunity to recover so that every workout was really a high quality workout.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so even on your easy days, you're still getting in a high aerobic uh, capacity workout, it sounds like.
1: That's right. Okay. exactly. And uh, you know I could re- I could swim hard but then recover and do a good run.
0: Wow. Wow, that's really interesting. So when did you start talking about the scientific approach to training the f- because yeah. because you you call it the Furnum Institute of Running and Scientific Training, what's scientific about this?
1: Yeah. Well, we we've done you know, we took our and when I say we, I'm talking about my co-authors, uh, Dr. Scott Murr and Dr. Ray Moss, mm-hmm. and uh, who are both exercise physiologists. And so we started looking at the idea of, you know, how much specificity do you really need? Now, we've made no claims that this is ideal way for everyone to train,
2: mm-hmm.
1: nor have we made any claim that this is better than any other program nor have we ever said that this is a way to train to get to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone's, everyone's different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And people respond differently to different programs, obviously, because you've got many great runners over the years who've trained with very different methods.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. What we do know is, that um many people, thousands,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I've received more than ten thousand messages from runners, but many from around the world have used this program successfully. So mm-hmm. we say it has been tested and we know that many have used it successfully and it may work for you. Um and when we say scientific, well, we did studies. We, we brought, we, before we, we came together, we looked at the, uh, the theoretical aspect of exercise physiology. And this seemed to make sense that uh, the cross training, because you need recovery. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to test it. So we said, before we uh, put our programs out there, we'll spend the next three years of doing studies. And we did uh, we brought people into our lab uh, twenty five runners we We had them commit to following our program for sixteen weeks. We tested them all in the lab. we measured their uh, uh, max maximal oxygen consumption, max v o two we measured their lactate threshold and And we did that uh, pre free uh their participation in our program and then we did it afterwards so 16 weeks we brought them back to the lab we tested them and uh, and consistently over those three years we saw uh, improvements four to five percent in in those primary determinants of of running performance we yeah. also took them then to um The Kiowa Island Marathon, and after having trained them for 16 weeks, and 70% of them did their personal best.
0: Wow, that's that's pretty incredible results. So tell me a little bit about this cross training because we're as runners, we all know about the different types of running. But what are you going to be doing on those off days to help, uh, you know, increase your aerobic capacity? I guess
1: we encourage and recommend. Non-weight-bearing cross-training, aerobic mm-hmm. cross-training. Now, I get a lot of messages: is yoga cross-training, is PX90 cross-training, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What we recommend primarily is a continuous, rhythmic, uh, aerobic uh, activity, and so we favor swimming, uh, uh, stationary cycling and rowing.
2: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: you can do other things, and we, and we won't say that they're not good, but we particularly like those three, and the reasons for it is they're all non-weight-bearing. Um,
0: Why so is that so important? Why? Well,
1: it gives your legs a little more recovery. Okay. So if you're just spending all your time on the elliptical um, or the StairMaster, uh, yes, you're not getting the impact that you get from running, but you're still, uh, you're not getting the, the, the same recovery. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, and I said indoor cycling rather than, you know, out road cycling just because of efficiency. Right. And, and, and our programs are built upon trying to, you know, they appeal to people who have busy lives mm-hmm. and uh, you can get on a, you can get on a, uh, a a trainer, you can get on a uh, an upright bike or or an aerodyne, something of that sort. You can go 30, 45 minutes and have one incredible workout. You know, when you go out mm-hmm. on the roads, you got stop signs. you Getting to the place to ride, you're generally looking a couple of hours plus. You don't always ride continuously. You ride, right. then you have to stop, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Swimming of course is good because of of uh, you get the cardio respiratory benefits benefits and good recovery you have to be a pretty good swimmer though to really get a good workout and uh, and then rowing rowing is just a phenomenal uh workout because it's demanding so much oxygen delivery uh because you're using virtually all of the muscles Mm-hmm. Upper body and lower body,
0: mm-hmm. and, and
1: that taxes the respiratory system and really helps to improve fitness.
0: And you mentioned that on your when you were setting some of your PRs, you were going pretty hard on your cross training days. What kind of percentage of heart rate would you recommend people do these workouts at?
1: Well, it, we generally don't use heart rate, but if, okay. if you want to use that as a measure. And we're talking about probably eighty five ninety percent okay so what day. would you
0: what would you recommend instead of heart rate
1: well uh, we like perceived exertion okay i um, I won't get into all the things about heart rate but and and it's okay you know it it's still a pretty good measure, but mm-hmm. the one thing about heart rate is there is so much individual variation on it okay Uh, as long as you're using a percentage uh, then you're okay if you really know your max heart rate and a lot of people don't Uh, Mm -hmm. the other thing about heart rate is there's just a lot of variation from one day to the next
0: right okay Uh,
1: depending upon how hard you worked out or whether you're not feeling well and um, so we that's why all of our programs are very specific uh, times and for each workout, okay. you have a target time, because what I say to people is, do you want to run a certain time for a race or do you want to run at a certain per- uh, at a certain heart
0: rate? <laughs> right, right. So, it, you know, one thing that I would be a little bit worried about is if you're going hard on your cross training days, mm-hmm. would you be tired when you go, when you need to go back to your running days and you want to hit it hard for a, a good workout?
1: You know, you need to pay attention to your body. Mm-hmm. And if you find that the intensity on that off day is is too much and you didn't really recover from yesterday's track repeats, then you don't go as hard,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. But part of what you do is sometimes you have to push yourself to get, you know, to get over that threshold. And so you may be tired this week and working hard to get through the workouts, but it You've got to pay attention, and if you find that you're really stale that when you wake up in the morning you're not recovered from the day before and you really don't have you're not energetic and you're not really wanting to do this, then make it an easy day mm-hmm. That's where uh it's very difficult to have generic workouts for everyone. Our programs generally people say they're right on and they work for them, but you know when I'm coaching somebody. I'm wanting to get constant feedback how they feel after that workout and how they recover uh you know twenty four hours later
0: mhm and are there any objective measures that you can use other than just how you feel? I know there's been a, something out lately called heart rate variability testing that supposedly tells you when you're recovered. Is there anything like that like resting heart rate or or yeah, anything sure okay.
1: sure take your take your resting heart rate and see if it's you know if it if it's if it if, if there is any variance uh, in it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's a good thing to do in the morning. You get up in the morning and after you've gone to the bathroom, go sit on the side of the bed and, you know, check your pulse and see if there, if, it's, if it's consistent.
0: Mm-hmm. And how about strength training? Where does that fit in, or if at all?
1: Oh, it's very important. And okay. our, par- our program includes three run workouts, two cross-training workouts, and stretches uh, for flexibility and strength training and in run less run faster again we try to approach this with what is provides a runner good preparation but also enables you to have a life Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we realize that, you know, if you look at many strength training programs, people spend an hour or hour and a half doing their strength training. But well, we know that, you know, there's only so much time and you can't do that. So we've selected about a dozen exercises that really, uh, for the most part, don't require any equipment. So you can do them, uh, you know, two to three times a week in, in 20 to at most thirty minutes, but often twenty minutes if you're really focused and they're functional functional uh what we call uh, functional training for the runner, so you do squats uh, you do uh, uh, lunges um, and you do box step ups uh you get a band and do some clams uh, you maybe get a couple light dumbbells and and do some uh uh, some curls and some rowing uh, but we also you know might have you uh, doing uh, planks and push-ups uh, uh, single leg bridges so these are all things that you could do while watching the news in the evening getting down on the floor and that's exactly what I do in the same way with our stretches so you know these dozen stretches dozen. Uh, strength training exercises can be done anywhere, but they're they're focused on uh things that are very important for the runner because if a runner doesn't do them, what happens? They get hurt, they go to the physical therapist, and what does the physical therapist have you do Has you do doing strength training and stretches
0: mhm so it's kind of a preventative measure as far as reducing injuries
1: it's it's prehab instead of rehab
0: mhm mhm so it sounds like you're still doing this program. Have you been able to keep it up over the years? I have. Uh
1: huh. I have. I, um, I'll be giving a talk. I'm, I'm the um, uh, speaking at the Santo Domingo Dominican Republic uh, 10K uh, this coming Saturday at their expo, giving a couple presentations, and hope to run their 10K.
0: Mhm. So give me a little bit of an idea of the workouts that you're actually doing. Actually, the running type workouts. What are what's going to be involved in those?
1: Okay. So in the um, uh, the, the runs are three different types of runs: track repeats, tempo runs, and the long run.
2: Mm-hmm. And we
1: don't want you running doing those on consecutive days. And so for the track repeats, you might have. 10 times 400 with 90 seconds recovery, and again, there'd be a target time. In our book, you look at your, there are tables, and so you look to see what your 5k time is, and then it will tell you what your target time should be for those 10 400s or it might be six 800s, or it might be three times 1600, or it might be a down ladder where you go 1600, 1200, 1800, or five times 1000. It's just different combinations and different rest periods, and of course a different pace, but a very specific target for every one of those workouts. The tempo run uh, then will be anywhere from two to generally six miles, and we have what we call short-tempo, mid-tempo, and long-tempo. And, again, for two to three miles, you have a specific target. For four to five miles, a specific target. Six to eight miles, a specific target time for the workout. And then a long run, and depending upon whether you're training for a 5K or a marathon, that long run could be anywhere from six miles to 20 miles. Mm -hmm. And, uh, again, with a specific target time. What we've learned from runners is they want structure and ac- accountability, and so the 16-week program has very specific workouts uh, for uh, for 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 each week. And uh, so many times, runner runners have said to me, "Tell me what to do, and I'll do it."
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: or runners say, "You know." the nice thing about this is I can look at week seven tempo run and I know exactly what I'm su- supposed to do.
0: Right. And do those 16 week uh, charts include time goals as well? Oh yes. Okay.
1: Absolutely. For, for no matter any, for any runner whose uh, whose 5k time is between 15 minutes and 40 minutes. Then mm-hmm. every, every 10 seconds, uh, you would look in there, if, you're, if your 5K time is 26.40, it'll tell you exactly what you should be doing. If it's 28.30 or if it's 17.10, mm-hmm. uh, then you have very specific. So it's, it's very individualized in that regard.
0: And are those time charts some, something that someone could use as a goal? If they want to run, say, a 17-minute 5K, they can look at those charts and start the training that way? Uh,
1: that's right, except... Mm-hmm you start training from where you are, not where you want to be.
0: <laughs> okay. And then what happens after that 16 week peri- uh, period, uh, do, you, do you, can you just jump into another 16 week and, and make improvements or do you need a downtime?
1: Well, uh, that, that's probably depends on the individual and how, you know, we recommend at the end, if you've run a marathon that you uh, take at least three weeks off that first week, you don't do anything. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
1: I mean, you don't do any running. You can get in the pool and do something easy or get on a bike and do something easy. But basically you want a week of recovery. Your immune system is very depressed at that time. Uh, Second week, you can do some light running. Third week, you're maybe at 90%. And then you could start another training program. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if a half marathon, we want two weeks. With a 10K, maybe a week recovery for a 5K, then you can run the next week just, you know, uh, probably 90%.
0: Okay. And Bill, how how important do you think uh, diet plays a role in running? Is it important or is it just something that's not really that we don't need to pay attention to that much?
1: Well, as a health educator, diet is very important uh, for your good health, uh, Mm -hmm. whether you're a runner or not. But, in particular, for runners uh you need energy because you're burning up a lot of energy out there, so you've got to you wanna be healthy and um but you also wanna have calories and we know that the muscle is supplied primarily with carbohydrates
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so you've you've got to have you've got to have that in order to to be uh to run optimally
0: gotcha. So, Bill, where do you recommend people go to find out more about you? Should they should they just get your book, or is there a Facebook or Twitter page, something like that, that they can find out more?
1: Well, they can go to um, uh, our website, which is first, Uh Of course, uh, the book, Run Less, Run Faster, which is – Uh, available through our website or or from Amazon.com or from most, most bookstores.
0: Great. Well, Bill, thanks so much for speaking with me today. It was great to hear your approach to training.
1: I enjoyed it. Thank you very much.
0: If you like podcasts, you're also going to like audible.com. There's over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Kindle, Android, or MP3 player. Go to paleorunner.org and click Audible at the top of the page to get your free audiobook download. If you're listening to this on the podcast app for iPhone or iPad, click the link displayed on the app right now.